1: don't
2: i'm not googling anything like that you're tripping well i just um, i just
3: googled blue origin uh space shuttle and it shows it taking off and the whole works but uh yes it is the uh it looks it's just a like
4: vagina it... <laughs> if you're all wondering what the shape was it's a very clear vagina <laughs>
0: World. A regular for
1: special
2: we we want to be as clickbaity as possible um because we want to get those numbers up we want to be less. as clickbaity as, as possible oh yeah oh yeah 100% so we uh, like uh, can we get some, some structuring on that? What do you mean? Uh, well, y- you want to like talk about things that what we talk about on the podcast, it actually has nothing to do with. But you want it to make like, oh my God, did you see what Elon Musk just said to Donald Trump? And then the podcast isn't about anything else. <laughs> this is
4: changing the game right now. Things like that.
2: This, this one is? Pokemon card sold this for over a million dollars.
4: Yeah, and then it actually didn't. And the and whole it thing was it a complete why and you're you like, hear
2: what the rock said about superman
4: and then it was like some deep fake that i was so someone
2: disappointed made.
3: in that did he article. really say did he really say something about superman or is it bs yeah he was the greatest see, superman of all you're time you're
2: already intrigued and we just made right. that yeah super intrigued oh. i'm curious oh. see i'd like to say that i made it up but i literally got clickbaited <laughs> they they're like i mean they just knew they they tugged at my my childhood heart you know strings and were like superman and i, I don't even know what it said i blacked so. out
3: I, I clicked it so I heard Cody's got something crazy about sailing. He wants to tell us about sailing? What are you talking about?
2: Like, like sailing items or like sailing on the ocean? Uh, I don't know. He said, I,
3: he told he told us he had the most insane you, you fact say, about sailing.
2: You did say that in a text message, but I usually just ignore Cody when he says stuff like that because <laughs> he's usually memeing. Um, do you even remember typing that? Um, yes. So, Oh, a big stretch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I actually, like,
4: had a... Oh, I pulled my muscle there.
2: He's way too relaxed for yeah. a guy
3: that's about to be a father. A, a father. Actually, He's actually about to be on, on tilt soon.
4: Um, so, basically... Um... Oh, yeah, okay. So, um, interesting fact about sailing. Do You guys know... How that you know they you don't know, they, they don't measure things in 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 miles distances perhaps or or miles per hour and things like that when they're going and Isn't boats it what what do they uh, what do they measure them in Does anyone know?
2: What measure the rate mean? of speed
4: at which boats travel. Hmm?
2: Nautical miles. Mm-hmm. Nautical miles.
3: Knots.
4: Knots. Oh,
2: okay. Yeah. Knots. Sure. Certainly. Yeah.
4: Knots. It's not the same thing. So here <laughs> is uh do you, do you know why they call it knots?
3: Well, mm, I'm sure you're going to tell yes. me. Yes, I mean, I'm sure. Let's go. Why? Because
4: back in the old sailing days, when they just were sailing and they had to figure out how, with the the rate at which they were going, they have no you know tools to measure that sort of thing, they would tie a rope to a log, and they would make a bunch of knots in the rope, this really long rope, and then they would throw the log into the water. And then they would see how many knots would pass through their hand as the rope went through it, how many knots there were um, after a, an amount of time had passed on a, um, on a uh, what do you call that, an hourglass? Or not an hourglass, but, you know, like a smaller version, like a minute glass perhaps, but something mm-hmm. to keep time, right? And yeah. the amount of knots that passed through would be the amount of speed you were going at. You were going at, you know, 10 knots or however many knots passed through your hand.
2: Mm uh just a fun fact uh knots is the same thing as a nautical mile so um, here's also another fun a nautical fact. mile is actually point. so here's miles.
4: also another fun fact it's like when they when they jot those things down they uh put those in a log book that
2: nah, nah, that's a common log yeah you cap it right now right no no that's, that's, that's all true, true. Uh, no. and, and uh-huh. Because I I went to the trusted source of Google, uh-huh. and I <laughs> typed in uh, this information because you know we got to fact check everything. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is a, this is hey listen we are fact checking people on this podcast. Mm. Uh, all of the things we talk about are Approved. things that are plausible.
4: Yep. If we're known for one thing, it's definitely being accurate. That's for sure.
2: Or uncomfortable.
1: It
3: depends what you ask. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, yeah, yeah, cool, cool, cool. So uh, on our topic today, I'm going to be real. I I didn't realize, you know, on William Shatner for the first piece of our topics that he had gone to space about a year ago. I told you it was a while ago. Uh, I, but- I I didn't even know about it until I read this whole article about, I I, I guess the the book or the excerpt that he's been writing about the experience just came out. So that's when I, Oh,
2: okay. Up. That makes sense. So I, I that's the, that's the My into Trip that. to space one the, it's like October. I think I looked, uh, let me see. I'm gonna Google it. Cause you know, Google, uh, yeah, it looks like sometime in October he wrote a book. Yeah. So just recently, like, like last month or it just came out last month.
3: Um, and so the backstory is, I guess, Jeff Bezos Besos? How do you say that guy's name again? Bezo. Bezos. Jeff Billionaire. Yeah, uh, Jeff Bezo. owns, Jeff Blue, owns Blue Origin. Um, I don't want to describe the space shuttle. I was hoping Cody could
2: for all of those that haven't seen the space shuttle.
4: Uh, it looks like a phallic object.
2: <laughs> mm. Hmm. Hmm. And they wonder why they didn't get the uh, NASA contract. Bro, when
3: he said that to us earlier, I was like, no, it doesn't look like that. Well, and Cody and doesn't I just say
2: stuff like that. Sends a picture over. Was that you that sent the picture or Cody?
4: No, I sent it. I want to
2: know. Yeah, he sent now. it, I mean, but I had already looked it up. After, yeah, Instantly. I Well, I don't, I'm not Googling anything like that. You're tripping. Well, I just, um, I just Googled
3: Blue Origin, uh, space shuttle and it shows it taking off and the whole works, but, uh. Yes, it is the. Uh, it looks it's just a like. a
4: vagina. It... <laughs> if you're all wondering what the shape was, it's a very clear
3: vagina. It's a... <laughs> so, that's great. So that's what they're imagining a space shuttle that uh, looks like a vagina. Like a vagina. Yes. <laughs> a, a, a vajay. That's great. No,
4: it looks. Let it be known I got Aaron to say the word vagina on Twisted World.
2: As I sit here in silence.
3: <laughs> so it does look like the male. Uh, member piece which would um,
4: be um just know, to I, kind of be descriptive to our you know vision impaired audience
3: it, it it i'm gonna leave it alone i'm gonna leave that one alone so probably smart you might excite it let's move on <laughs> oh my gosh uh let's let's move on to shatner so shatner for anybody that doesn't know you guys know of course but he played uh, James T. Kirk, right? On Star Trek for like a billion boomers years. out there forever. For oh my ever.
2: god. I when you said Will and Sean, I'm like god, that guy still alive. Yeah, so he's 90. So l- let's I start the first off like 90 in space like I Well, let's talk, let's talk about getting this I let me die there. Right? It's like like it, he came back.
3: Andy, if you wouldn't mind, I didn't look it up. I forgot. Can you look up how many G forces happen <laughs> in a space shuttle launch. Let's see. And, and I bring this up because I'm thinking, here's this 90 year old man. He's not in the greatest shape. Let's be real. Have you guys seen a picture of him? No. Extremely overweight. Legend. So his organs can't be in the best condition, even though he's 90. The dude's
2: 90's doing just fine. He's just fine, but. So, okay, look, it's basically a modified 727. So it's not like the G forces are like, Crazy. But you got to break, but, but you got to like, break the gravitational pull, so it's got to be crazy. It but. looks like it got up to about six G's, whatever that means. That's it. Yeah, only six, yeah. six, o- six only G forces.
4: It's nothing, dude. Only, only. Yeah. <laughs> you got my sleep, <laughs> I'll be like, "Hey, Houston, hit me with another G. I can do seven.
3: Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm thinking. I mean, they trained every space shuttle launch in the past when, when it was manned. Or monkey, They train these things. Or monkeyed. Yeah. I mean, they train heavily. That's the, that's the correct one. Their bodies one. is what? Monkeyed. Monkeyed?
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when a, a space shuttle is monkeyed by a monkey. It's been monkeyed. It's been monkeyed. Got it. it yeah, it makes
1: sense.
2: Makes sense. Yeah. Can't be manned. Has to be monkeyed. So, so, so uh, to give you... I, I, or I, aped. Or chimp. I'm doing the math here. Mm-hmm. A G force is equivalent to 22 miles per hour, which seems a G, one G of force is equivalent to. That doesn't seem right. That seems very low. Yeah, that's well, because this hit me with that extra G. This study says uh, so. Nine Gs is 980 miles per hour. So that's nothing, dude. That's nothing. So did my sleep? We can, we can do the math, but basically, I'm gonna guess it's around six, a little over 600 miles per hour. Keep in mind when you compare that to other. Objects that fly at a certain speed. Air Force One can go the speed of sound, which is about 600 miles per hour. So that's just under six Gs. So keep it. We're talking about a, like a like a like an airplane essentially that has been fitted to be able to get into space. Um, the work, so at, the place that, nice. that I work at just got a big contract on a on a on a comp, on a a specific airplane that's going to be used to do continental travel, like really fast. It's called the Boom Supersonic. It's a type of jet. A jet plane that people are going to be able to buy tickets for, very expensive tickets. Uh, it goes thirteen hundred miles per hour, which is Mach one point seven. So, yeah, uh, in comparison, it, and this is just going to be traveling across the con. You'll be able to go from say New York to London in a matter of, of a couple hours, uh, which will be well, dope. I would be legit. Yeah, but I mean, so six Gs, you know. But but nonetheless, as a ninety year old man still that's a lot uh i didn't see oh, any footage goodness. or any pictures of this did, did do you know if they like i saw is the he 90 in the
1: show
4: or is he like oh what no is wow. now oh yeah we're talking about him going into space now right not him being in star trek and doing the g-forces there right no
2: yeah, yeah not the fake that, in my head g-forces. in my
4: head we were talking about fake g-forces in star trek this whole time uh,
2: fake g-forces and and what it was he like he was like 30 right when he yeah. did that show and and maybe it was a, he running. was
4: canonically 30, canonically 20.
2: Oh, So it wasn't 70 years ago. That show wasn't 70 years ago. So it wasn't 60 years ago. I'd say it was, you know, 40, 45 years ago, maybe. Anyways. Yes, we're talking nautical miles, knots. He, he went uh, a lot of knots. He went a lot of knots, dude. But he, knots and he even writes in here how many
3: G's can my 90 year old body handle, right? Right. Uh, and Clearly, six. And he he described it. He said his he couldn't move his arm. His face felt like it was melting into a pile of mush. Um, but I, I'm just thinking that these the people train to go into space. They train their bodies to be able to handle this stuff. And and then he you know he says that and then it finally broke through and no G's. He they were weightless. They were floating. That would be cool. So I do want to go on if hypothetically this. Happened. We'll just assume that it did. Um, he goes on to describe all these things that he, in his mind, believed, and he believes that other people think when they go to space, and all the the majestic pieces, and all of the like, possibly seeing black holes in a distance, and glimmering stars, and the Earth all this. is flat. And he did not say the Earth was flat. He did not. That's <laughs> he did not go on to mention that. Could it be? Sure, uh, but he did not mention that um uh, he expected to see you know galaxies and just he he goes on to describe all these imaginative fancy things and he says but no majestic awe to behold all i saw was death i saw cold dark black emptiness uh so well uh, all right yeah i mean space is I, bad,
2: I would assume right? well, yeah but i would also assume being close enough to i mean we see what we see based on what we Think it looks like, or maybe what they've, you know, described it as, or photos as, as we've seen from the uh, space center or whatever it's called, international space station. Um, but I would assume they didn't break. They weren't in the atmosphere for very, outside the atmosphere for very long, right? Didn't they just go up basically cone or like basically like the tip of a mountaintop and then just come right back down? They weren't up there very long, to my knowledge, uh, because they didn't fully. I don't think it was a full-blown space shuttle. Um, I could be wrong. I don't really, I didn't really look into this and I didn't really follow it that closely, but I thought it was just like basically crowned, right? They came out the top. were able to say, Hey, we were in space for a few seconds or a few minutes and then came back down. Um, well, he's, you're he's, close he's... enough to the earth with reflections from the sun. I would assume it would drown out everything in your kind of peripheral, like yeah. the area to be able to see space.
3: I mean, he does say that he went to one window and saw nothing but black and emptiness. And then, yeah. Look back and saw the curvature of the earth. The, oh, there oh, you go. oh, there it is. Oh, confirmation. Confirmation. Whoa. The earth is not. I mean,
2: there. he is ninety. He probably got cataracts. Probably can't see. But that's fine. I'll take it.
4: Yeah. He also claimed to see black holes, which are like nothing.
2: True.
3: No, he he was hoping to see these. He spaces. was hoping
2: to and didn't see them. Oh. He says that we believe. No,
3: that I was we reading go an article where he did claim to see them actually. Oh. Yeah.
4: Oh, he did not write that. Yeah, he the
2: the article that he recently wrote in October said that all he was met with was sadness. Yeah, right. I am reading this one he did in
4: November, um, and it was it claims that he was met with a black hole and sadness.
2: But that's called dementia, right? So he's remembering things in different. You know, that usually comes when you're in your nineties. When you're old, yeah, yeah.
3: He is an old who the the heck sends a ninety year old to space? I don't care
2: who they are. No one sends him. He paid a lot of money to do this. Oh, did he? Uh, Oh, these people paid for this. And he wasn't the only one. Maybe his caretakers paid for him. Um well, you said it was called Blue Origin, right? Origin uh, is Blue like. Origin, yeah, yeah. All right. let's see. Ticket price. Let's look this bad boy up. You can actually buy him right now. Look at that. Reserve? I can I can I can book one right now. Let's How much? One. Let's go book one right now.
3: Let's go book it.
2: It's called a, a Moon Dows Payment. It is about one point two five million dollars per ticket. It's nothing, so dude. just one and a quarter, man. Just one and a quarter 1000000 one
4: go to a space. Quarter million. And, and you get Heck to go yeah. to
2: space. Yeah. For like five minutes.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: And it actually says tickets range from anywhere from zero to 28 million. So it depends on probably if you were the one of the first to get up there. So awesome. Cool. I'm sure those prices come down, right? So the very first one was Jeff Bezos. I'm sure it was, like, ridiculous amount of money. But it sounds like they're about a million dollars a seat. On
4: Inflation, average,
2: dude, that's wild. So you're you're paying for <laughs> well, well, okay. And thanks, and, Joe. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> in all reality, can't even ride my space bus. You're someone that has like money's no object. Money's no object. You've got all the funds in the world, but up until recently. You know, there, there's a there's a, a comedian that I used to watch when I was in college and he's still around uh, every once in a while. I see him pop up on like TikTok or whatnot. His seems Brian Regan. Um, he used to do impersonations and really funny things like he would do Jim Carrey and stuff like that. But he always did this one like, man, could could you imagine being Neil Armstrong? And I was like, well, what about Neil Armstrong? He goes, man, you know, you have, you have those friends, right? And you, there's always that one friend in your friend circle. And you're like, oh, man, I got a toothache, man. And then that one friend's like, well, I got a migraine and a toothache. And he's always one-upping you. And you're like, man, God, dude. It's like, okay, sure, cool. Yours is worse than mine. Like my, you know, my brother was younger. He used to do that stuff. We used to do that with each other, right? Oh, well, uh, I got $10, right? You have five, but I got 10. Um, so the, the, the joke was if you were Neil Armstrong and somebody tried to one-up you, you'd be like, well, I walked on the moon. And no one could be walked on the moon. So the I, I say all that to, 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 to say that up until this point, unless you were an astronaut, which is like one of like a handful of people, right? And I'm not talking just about the moon, but just in space, you still only have dozens of people that have access to be able to go into space. Um, it didn't matter how much money you had. You weren't going. You weren't going to be able to participate in that. So if you're a wealthy millionaire, billionaire, like that's chump change. 1.25 and i get to go to i get to go to, to, to space let's do it i get to be one of the few so i think it's cool and i it doesn't surprise me that someone even at his age who played a <laughs> played an actor in space uh would wouldn't want the opportunity to get up there and and do it uh, i think it's a money grab to write a book about it and see how sad it is he's just like he's kind of fallen out of favor oh. like who other than star trek fans like who really cares what will Shatner's up to
3: Exactly. And I mean, that's where some of the skeptics are coming in, because like his his description of, you know, what I saw was not beauty. It was an emptiness. But down on Earth, that's where the beauty is. And, and it just this portrayal of, you know, focus on Earth and not space. Space is a waste of time, basically, if you want to paraphrase everything he's saying. Right. And so oh, uh,
2: it's not like two different things are happening there. Right. First is, man, I got to do this really unique thing because I have a lot of money. Not a lot of people have been able to do this. I don't want any more people to do this because I want to be kind of known for this because he's one of the first like celebrities to do it. Um so I'm just going to tell people it sucked so that I I get to keep this to myself. Second is um it seems a little bit probably trying to tie it to other things like global warming and and you know climate what is the the climate culture and all that stuff. Like I right. or it's it's it's, it's listen If the planets gonna go down, the planets go down, we need to start looking elsewhere. And that's kind of where the the the, everything's going. Blue Origin did not get the NASA contract. SpaceX did. SpaceX is looking at Mars. I'm sure Blue Origin's trying, but I mean it's hard listen. At some point it's hard to get that thing up, if you know what I mean.
0: Mm. Thank you, Cody.
2: Thank you. I appreciate it. That no was, yeah. So, I mean, something some Houston. Loud some and things clear. are just hard to get up in the space. Um, <laughs> and it requires an immense amount of force. Um, and, and listen, if anyone needs to know how to get it up again, a 90 year old Shatner is, is definitely the guy that needs to experience that.
4: Yep. Money well spent.
2: Money. Listen, there wasn't a pill in the world that could do what that man got to do that day. That's right. Thank
4: you, Jeff Bezos.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Trillion dollar company. Trillion dollar company.
3: Yeah. Really um, game maker, though. Terrible game terrible maker. Terrible game maker. Ugh. Yeah. Stay out of that. Out unless of
2: they the sponsor genre. us, then fantastic game maker. Yeah. Um, I'll play, I'll play um, game we are of open for sponsorships, long. Bezo, if you would like to yeah. have us play New World on stream.
4: I'd sooner die.
2: If Turner I got paid to do die. it, I, if I got paid to do it, I'd be like, hey, guys, check this nope, out. This axe—it's the best thing ever. If you put nope. this stone in nope. and, and you listen, <laughs> if you go here and you chop these logs, you can get this many trees only nope. for 367 hours a day. No, I'm there. But listen, you pay me.
3: Sounds like the exciting adventure of a
2: lifetime. Sounds like a Twisted World sponsorship to me. I, don't, I mean, at this point, I'm open to any sponsorships right cuz um at some point you think about your day job and i'd rather be paid to play a bad game than do my day job
4: no that's my worst fear is being paid to play a bad game you
2: it, it to, is it you have is you play that
4: so much
1: it's yeah. so much and it's, it's so like, taxing it's like,
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> hey well worst thing would be a bug tester of a really bad game yeah right because then you're just like oh hey can you do me a favor can you go jump on that log 750 times Tell me what happens when it happens. Oh, oh that, at 400, you you fell through the log. Okay, can you recreate that for me? I'd write um, a report about it. You'd hit your life. would yeah. your life. <laughs> it's like people that work at a coffee shop not wanting to drink coffee anymore. Yeah. I don't know. I probably still would. Gotta have variety. Drink coffee or right. play games?
3: Uh, both. both.
2: I don't know, Cody. Well, okay. To that defense, Cody works at Chick-fil-A, and I was for sure he was never going to eat chicken again, but yeah. I am... I digress.
4: It reinforced that, my chicken That man habits. reinforced he
2: come home with chicken. Like I was for sure that he was going to be over it because he was part of the cooking process. And it only, it only strengthened his resolve
0: because hey, he got three to Three times it. a day.
2: Dude, it was every day. disturbing. My first
3: job was Carl's Jr. Nice. Uh,
0: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently.
3: And I was a cook for the, you know, six months or whatever I was there. And for years I smashed on superstars. Nice. Yeah. That's, it's, that's, I, not, um, I never, to work.
2: I never wanted to work in food. My my parents owned a little hot dog restaurant and I would do, you know, I'd put buns aside and help make hot dogs occasionally. But it, it just, I, the, the idea of working where I ate or a place that I ate just never ever was appealing to me I never saw the draw to it and, and yes I understand they were easy jobs to get for the most part go down and get a fast food job some places like In-N-Out played paid really well and did scholarships um but I just could not imagine dealing with food all day like I just couldn't I mean, and I wasn't much of a cook in real life so it was I've like the idea. chili
3: cheese dogs all day I would, that would oh, bad. oh don't I'd no let, so me, bad.
2: let me let <laughs> me now let me take a step back I ate chili cheese dogs all day anyways and then I brought friends in um, but at the same time, I'm like, it just, it wasn't something I never had to draw to it. My brother, on the other hand, you know, worked grocery stores, but also worked at restaurants and still does to this day. Uh, so he loved the environment, but it just was not for me. It wasn't my thing. So I would much rather tinker with electronics and, you know, well, that worked out pretty well.
3: So I'm curious, cause you work in, um, like you aerospace. do something with the aerospace, right? Yeah. So. Uh, you know i'd be curious have have you heard of this company icon here in texas
2: Mm, i have i don't know much about what they do but with being what we i mean listen i I don't work specifically in the design or anything like that when it comes to aerospace the the job that i work for i do a lot of the technology and the project management and the operation side of stuff for that business uh but i don't begin to understand all the ins and outs of what they do. Icon's a pretty big name. Um but so is the so, company that I work for as well. So they were just
3: given the contract, the initial contract, it was fifty seven point two million dollars to research and develop construction technologies to build structures like landing pads, habitats, and roads on the lunar surface. Cool. This contract goes through twenty twenty eight. So, over the next I guess in ten years, um we are going to attempt to colonize the moon.
2: The moon doesn't make sense to me though because the moon has no natural like water source. okay, the moon is Alcatraz, right? It has no water source. it has no natural living creatures of any kind, and I get the I get Mars doesn't either, but there's. Like, there's no atmosphere on the moon of any kind. So it doesn't make sense to me why we would colonize that and then use it just to transport things back and forth. It, it, if anything, maybe it's a first step. I could see building a couple of buildings maybe out there and, start, and kind of starting as like a proof of concept uh, because the Mar, Mars, is, Mars is, what, isn't perfect. it like three months or three years away or something? It's a long ways away Yeah. based on the travel speeds that we could travel at now. But... Um, so I could see, I could see the moon becoming, I mean, we haven't gone back to it really. And I know there was, we talked about multiple travels. We had gone back to the moon, but since the what six travel or six or whatever trips that they did, yeah, the we 70s. haven't gone back. Right. We haven't they're been saying. back since the seventies. Right. So we're
3: going to, we're going to launch cruise. Um, they're saying we're going to go the sstef dash one is, um, which stands for, Space science and technology evolution facility. First flight to the moon will be in 2025.
2: Yeah, I mean, originally, if you remember, it was uh, Trump had done the whole thing where he was going to do the 2024, and it was going to be the first female to walk on the moon. Um, I don't know if that's still happening, but that was what the original plan was. It and was it sounds like it Space got Space Force, bro. Well, yeah, it's already launched. It's... Did know. you did you guys see what they named it. them? By the way,
3: named who? Space Force. Or yeah, what? So you
2: know, you know how like we have the Marines. And you have, the, you have Army, uh, but like yeah. what what they actually named the <laughs> oh, Space Force, it? they're called Guardians.
3: Huh. Yeah, it's it's, Guardians it's a straight Destiny
2: play. Oh, no, Destiny. Yanky, yes. The Guardians. I was like, let's go. I want to be a Guardian now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be a Guardian. That would be great. You can so call me Zavala. Speak.
3: So... They're going to they're gonna get up there 2025, and it says it's designed to general purpose science and testing facility designed to accommodate a variety of experiments in a single package. Um, so they're expected to have 3D imprinted antenna, antennas, uh, experimental printed materials, electronic system sensors, radiation protective materials, solar cells, and a whole slew yeah, of yeah. other things that they just hey, all want that's to cool. List.
2: That's all that's cool to me. I, I think that the technology, the development, three D printing, all that stuff. I think all that's fantastic. But can we sustain life? That's where it all comes down to, right? How I mean, we're talking. We've seen a dozen movies over the years that try to do it. It's all conceptual because it's all fiction, right? Well, you just get Monsanto
3: but, to make some some seeds, and you're good.
2: Well, in my in my mind, matter. if we can grow. Plants on the space station or on a spaceship that's traveling between now here and a certain port in space, we should be able to do the same thing on on the the moon or Mars. Like I, I don't see the the reason, the logic behind not being able to do it. It, it the, the the hurdle right now with us going to Mars is the distance, right? Is getting there. We we know we can get there, but it's getting there and then landing. And being able to communicate back because we won't be able to because of the distance, right? Like, I know that if I understand correctly, they they drop the drones and everything down there. These robots are driving around. But sometimes it takes a long time for those photos to get back to Earth, correct? Unless we've got Uh, satellites now in between.
3: I mean, it it used to. I don't know where it still is as far as that's concerned.
2: Yeah. So it's just like, uh, I I mean, mean, the moon, we, we should be able to talk from the moon. I don't think that would be an issue. I think now the technology's got to be there. If we were able to land on the moon in the '60s uh, with the rudimentary technology that we had back then and supercomputers that we had back then, which I think a lot of it was done manually, to be honest with you, uh, we should have no problems landing there now. But why? Then okay, then I take that step and I go, why isn't Elon Musk interested in landing on the on the moon? Well, that was Is gonna it be be my co- next
3: thing. So he's he like launched rockets up, landed them, like and still it's they're great conditions, sent them into space. He's got some technologically advanced satellites up there. Like, why isn't he jumping in on this?
2: Well, maybe that's the intention, is that he got a contract with NASA. So SpaceX got the contract with NASA. And maybe this is about, um, you know, because the moon is not nearly big enough for what we need, right? In order for us to, to, to colonate and spread out, the moon won't work. So maybe the intention is to go further than we've ever gone before. We've been to the moon populating the moon's cool and i think it's something that should happen because it's untapped potential the frontier right space but we we, you know it's just a moon it rotates around the earth it doesn't rotate around the sun and if the idea is that long term the earth is going to cease or die uh there's a good chance that the earth falls out of rotation or something happens maybe that's not maybe that's not how that maybe i'm just in my mind coming up with that concept, but it wouldn't make sense to populate the moon that goes around a dead planet. It would make more sense for it to populate another planet. And even though Mars isn't what we really need to populate, cause it doesn't have the same, you know, atmosphere that we, we need but to survive.
3: So maybe you're right. I mean, maybe this is just a testing ground,
2: uh, maybe. You know, and then the other there, thing is stuff, that SpaceX is corporate government, right? So it's, they got a government contract, but they're a private corporate company and they're, path is to go further than anyone has ever gone before so it's mars right so which would allow for the option of blue origin or some of these other places like icon to explore the idea of populating the moon and them not step on each other's feet if anything they embrace and strengthen each other's resolve
3: or or just hear me out because there's there's some probability here right plausibility we talk about it they're setting up defenses on the moon
2: I mean, it would be dope. They
3: know, they know something that we don't, and they're setting some stuff up, right? Is it I mean, <sighs> Super plausible? Uh, Super uh, it,
2: plausible. Okay. Super plausible. If I'm being completely honest, even if we, even if you don't believe, there's no real way to prove that they they don't exist, right? There's no way for me to say. I mean, outside of being a believer, but even the, as a believer, I can't say that they don't exist, right? Um, not not wholly, right? Because the reality is is that we may have been created in God's image, but that doesn't mean that God didn't create before us. Um, again, he created, he created we talk about lot, this all the so. time. He, the Bible uses the word "perfect creation," doesn't mean that there wasn't creation before. We know the earth was 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 void and without. Anything we know that the universe was created in a blank, or with a matter of words and when he spoke it. Okay, taking all that aside, the unknown is enough to put something up there for defense. I don't want to be caught with my pants down. Why wouldn't we? Why wouldn't we go up there, colonize this place, and put some level of defense on there? If anything, as the United States, let's imagine it's just us. We're not talking human. We're talking the United States everything becomes a frontier to fight over right and so unless there's a global threat like something like aliens um we're gonna probably end up fighting over the moon at some point so i just think that it makes sense for it it, the logic behind putting defenses on the moon makes sense i don't know how you know realistic that is um Who's gonna pay for it? How's it gonna happen? I think you, the 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 way to get people to pay for it is to say, well, oh, hey, we want to colonize it. We want to put some stuff up there like we do with Antarctica, right? Antarctica doesn't serve much purpose for for you know average living but they do a lot of research down well well, that we know of but they do a lot of research down there but it all gets funded under the idea that we're constantly finding new things and we're testing and we're fighting you know this and that we're exploring so yeah you would approach it from a place of hey we want to build structures and we want to do 3d printing and we want to start seeing if we can grow things in space and you're basically taking this international space station and you're making the
0: moon a bigger version of it
3: yeah no and that's so it's exactly what they're doing,
0: right? Right. Um,
3: I think. Well, if you go back twenty years and you look at all these movies, you know, all these different sci-fi movies and fantasy movies and things like that, and you're like, "Hey, man, this stuff is so fake," and then you start to realize how advanced we are as a civilization, and how more and more, it's, it's crazy how more and more of this stuff becomes uh, real and how it's more and more becoming real. I mean, we won't see any of the stuff like Star Trek, Star Wars, stuff like that in our lifetime for sure. But you can't sit here back. I don't know that it's not feasible.
2: I don't know. Think about it. Like when,
0: you know, just for, just for kicks, because I don't have it on top of my head. Uh, um, You're going to hear my typing. Um, I mean, 19,
2: 1903. What was okay. It's the first that's the Wright brothers. It was the first time an airplane right. flew. Okay. Tell me when we hit uh what was the when was that stealth was it the stealth bomber? What was the one that hit the or first S71 or something? Yeah. What year was that? Nineties or eighties, somewhere mm, in there. Okay. The so eighties. it, it, there may be something even before then, but we start talking about things. You're, you're talking okay, less than a hundred years. Let's let's say seventy years. But it
3: really took the advancement of of computers. Well, and
2: then, okay, and
3: everything, and then everything took off from okay. there, right? Okay, supercomputers faster we, than we do. We
2: we know that there were supercomputers to some degree. They weren't really personalized computers but the 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 technology advancement from say when the 69 when the 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 moon landing happened right in in the 60s uh we know they had supercomputers for processing numbers but it wasn't until that computer started to kind of trickle over into the personal computing but but the advancement from what the late 60s early 70s to say the iphone's the original iphone coming out on 2007 the processing power there how 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 far is that we're talking 37 years
0: yeah
3: to go from that time is the
2: time and the process at which we are developing is advancing at a much faster rate so what was probably a ridiculous statement for our grandparents or parents to say that we're going to see hovering cars it's really grandparents we're going to see flying cars by the time we get to 2000 you know 10 um was a ridiculous statement because they had not seen advancement as fast as what they're stating. However, is it, would it be unlikely for us to see things that hover around more personalized jets? I mean, we're already going to space. We can go to space now. And right now it's a million dollars. 10 years ago, the idea of personal, you know, average people going to space was like non-existent with the exception of the challenger incident. Right? So is it unlikely that Cody in the next twenty years isn't going to see things that we were talking about. Like, I, gosh, I couldn't even. I can't even imagine. I can't even. We think about video games. Video games I played ten years ago look like they were made in the eighties because of how bad the graphics are and the advancement. Yeah, did that you see the one called? I just sent Rune,
3: you? Rune, RuneScape. What's
2: yeah. that one? <laughs> The one I just sent you. Um, that collateral game that we're looking at right oh, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see that screenshot that I sent you? No. They they showed the Unreal Engine five and and a real shot of the guy next to it. Like oh, for I a, did,
3: yeah, yeah. The, isn't that, the Unreal isn't that Engine five? Absolutely
2: yes. nuts! It's the same photo.
3: Yeah. No, the technology is. It's crazy. It's crazy where we're going. So, uh,
2: I just think that it allow that that kind of rapid, expedient development in technology isn't going to stop. Unless some catastrophic event happens and we go back into the prehistoric age or whatever. But the reality is is that something catastrophic would have to happen for that to be derailed. Uh, I just don't see the advancement getting any any worse. I mean, the Hubble telescope is another good example of that, right? The Hubble and this new one that they just sent out. What was it called? The jet or whatever it's called. I don't remember what it's called. But just – Advancement in technology is happening so fast that it's we're gonna see things that I think our grandparents talked about. We should have already seen by now.
3: So you guys are like these IT managers and stuff. So let me ask you a question, because you guys would probably be more likely to be asked than than I would in my profession. So, like Cody, if if ten years from now NASA comes to you and they're like, "Hey, we need more guys like you on our our lunar base," man, are, are you signing up for this mission?
2: Uh, no. No, I think it's a family, man. That's a no. no I, I think no. it's funny. Or I think It's really interesting. No. Yeah, but I think it's interesting <laughs> to see all that in movies because there's no real basis in that ever, right? Unless both mom and dad are involved and this is what they've done their entire lives. Like, okay, uh, I'll use uh, Lost in Space as an example. The newer version, not the older one, but the newer one. Like, I don't know if you've watched the Netflix version of Lost in Space. Yeah, uh, yeah, is yeah. It, yeah. Um, both mom and dad work in the space industry. Both of them. So when they get this idea that they're going to be moving or, or basically relocating to this new planet, da da da, it makes perfect sense for them to go. Heck, it makes perfect sense for all the kids to go. Um, no, no, so, I'd be more than down to consult or be an, an analyst of any kind. What about five year
3: five the, year contract, million dollars a year? Come on, you take it.
2: Well, but there's no guarantee you come home.
3: There's no guarantee you the, you not drive be down the road you, on your commute and come home.
2: Listen, if they're asking me to go, they can give me more than a million dollars. And and by then, a million dollars, that's just inflation. I'm That's like 60K a year at that point.
4: I want moon dollars, okay? I want the new form of currency. I, I, the Doge. <laughs> yeah, I want the Doge dollars.
2: The Doge coin. You know, that'll be what's on the side of the rocket anyways, is Doge, so...
1: <laughs> that that's Doge
2: that's talk? the that's the currency that's on the moon. Oh man, because it, it went to the moon.
3: It, oh, it went to the moon. Doge went to the moon, or that's what's yeah. going to the moon to the moon to the moon. <laughs> to the moon. Oh, gotcha. Yes. Play on words here. So, um I guess as we wrap up, I'm really curious. I, I just want to know. There's a lot of skeptics that don't think William Shatner went into space.
2: I think it went to space. Uh, basically there's just... no,
3: there's no photos of him. I mean, there's photos of him like suited, getting ready to go and things like that. But uh, I couldn't find anything though. Well, probably it's a have like, ticket. Uh, probably the who was a
4: ticket. Probably a person over the loudspeaker, like, and please, no flash photography. You know what I mean? <laughs> so no one took uh-huh. photos because it's essentially a ride inside of NASA
3: because it's not real.
2: Because it's not it real. Is. There it is. See. Um, uh, and there are there. pictures. There are pictures of him in the shuttle? In the shuttle. Yeah, Reuters and New York Post posted them of him floating in space. But oh, again, yeah,
4: Snopes, Snopes found that to be untrue.
2: They found the New York Post to be untrue?
4: Yes, the photos that were taken. They found that to be this untrue. This was actually a video. Yeah, they found it to be untrue. I just saw how it how is it untrue?
2: I don't they, ask Snoopes,
4: man.
3: They use it's Unreal Engine 5 video, to...
2: It's an actual video.
4: It's a deep fake. Posted it, by Amazon.
3: Or is it a video game? Could be a game.
4: Maybe Amazon's in the gaming business now. It could be
3: a new game. Oh, you, guys, you're, you're you just gaming. said that you posted the picture of the Unreal Engine next to the real guy, and it looked 100% like him.
2: So yeah, funny. This is literally a video of him floating in space. However, you can see how bright the Earth is. So no wonder he couldn't see anything.
1: <laughs>
3: it's like, whoa.
4: Yeah, this is a deep fake. I've seen this one.
3: You're so full of crap, dude.
4: I'm, I mean, New York Post looks like the full of crap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't should know. we report Snopes to Snopes and see if Snopes' assess- assessment of this is We accurate? should fact-check Snopes, yes. Yeah, we should fact-check Snopes and make sure that Snopes is doing a correct job at fact-checking itself. Can Snopes Snopes itself? I'm sure.
3: William Shatner, 90-year-old oldest actor, flies male member into space. I can see it now. I can see the strings
2: on this <laughs> string woman's foot, fu- too. <laughs> he flew a male member. <laughs> he flew a male
3: member. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm going to have to watch this video. Time. That's crazy. So anyways, yeah. So that's um, the main reason I wanted to talk about it was because after I read his thing, then I did see a lot of people are very skeptical that uh, this never really happened. That Well,
2: yeah, because if, you, staged, if you're going to be a naysayer of the moon, travel... Trip, you might as well may say, you know, this too. Because yeah. he, be, because by by doing it, he became the oldest man to ever go to space, correct? Or the oldest person? Uh, oldest person to travel in space, correct? Yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, most people are ninety years old are chilling at homes, eating pea soup and stuff like that.
4: That's the thing. He was drugged, and he thinks he's actually in a home right now, and they're just doing this for clicks. You know,
2: this is really a simulation put yeah. on by Amazon just to see if they could make a million dollars off of a space trip. They Capricorned them.
4: Well, actually plot twist. We, uh, Amazon, we've been in the simulation for like hundreds of years now. And, uh, we're just at that point in the simulation where we have started developing, uh, VR and simulations to be aware of simulations. So that's why mm-hmm. we can understand that we're actually in a simulation,
3: you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you dig dog you, you picking up what I'm putting down <laughs> you picking up what I'm putting down <laughs> you know what I'm saying
1: <laughs>
2: alright I think we're done
3: I'm dropping uh, the real real yeah on the pod so anyways uh, looking forward to uh, living on the moon I hope they call me I'll go I'm down I'm down
2: I'm ready to run she's gonna leave his wife and kids he's just gone he's like oh, yeah million dollars a sweet. woo
3: my kids will all be grown at that point so mm. be like here you go here you go girls live life I'm dipping. So, anyways, I want to be like William Shatner. You know what I mean, he got to do it. I want to do it.
2: What? Eat pea soup?
3: And, and, yeah. And see the vast darkness that he calls death. So, so exaggerated. It's so exaggerated. I know. Anyway. Anyways, uh, that be it. Twister World fam, we love you as always. We are out. Peace out. Later.